Hey, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amber. Collectively, we are Brown Girl Alchemy. A mother-daughter unit using our personal journey and growth within our blackness, womanhood, and lives in general to motivate, activate, revolutionize, inspire, uplift, and heal. We hope to navigate through the seasons with you as we alchemize authentically into the best versions of ourselves. We are our sister's keepers, and this is Brown Girl Alchemizing. Brown girls, what's going on? Hey, beautiful brown girls. What's up? Oh, what's up? Hey, Em. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energetic. I'm feeling magical. I'm mm. just in a good space. So I, I just want to keep this going. And we will. It's funny because like last week was my week of expansive introspection and reflection. It was... I don't know, it was kind of like this mental cleanse. And Mm -hmm. at those moments, I didn't really realize exactly how these astrological placements we have affected the shifts within me. But leading up to this full moon, I was able to put pieces of the puzzle together. Okay. So should we just dive into what's going on in the universe? Exactly what's going on with the universe. Okay, so at this moment, right now, It is Tuesday, May 29th, and we are experiencing a full moon in Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. And I always associate Sag with journeying, travelers, dreamers, thinkers, creatives, and expressionists. Mm -hmm. So the actual symbol of Sag is the archer, and we throw them bows and are constantly aiming higher or seeking purpose, seeking knowledge, because we are the philosophers of the Zodiac, quite frankly, Okay. Okay. And because we're half man and we're half horse, we have this natural urge to be free, whether it be in thought or free to just explore the world. We do not like to be confined or restrained. And this I know firsthand. (laughs) And in contrast to that Sag energy, energy, so we have the sun in Gemini right now. Taurus season was beautiful, but now mm-hmm. we're in Gemini season. Lord. We always hear mixed feelings about Geminis and Gemini energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this sun being in Gemini with the Sag moon, we're being provided a focus around communication and expression. We're basically experiencing t- these two varying energies. You have the philosopher, that's the Sag, and then you have the intellectual, which is the Gemini. And those two energies merging together, we have these themes of truth and freedom, liberation, exploration, and releasing, which completely aligns with what episode eight is about. Mm. So these Geminis and Sages, they're both mutable signs, meaning that they have the master ability of adaptation. So change is kind of our thing. And be mindful that harsh truths that may have been hidden will be super luminous during this full moon in Sag. And it's a time to think about what perceptions, thoughts, and ideas we need to let it burn and release and which ones we need to nourish or optimize and explore freely and candidly. Because you already know, Sag tongues were pretty blunt. Yeah, (laughs) We're pretty straightforward. There's no filter. It's just like, it's very candid. So this specific moon is called the flower moon. So Position your thoughts, actions, and communication in a way that allows you to bloom. And perhaps you're being guided to take a trip or explore a new spot to ignite that fire. 
I love that. Right? Yeah. I mean, traveling is always associated with Sag. We love to travel. We love to explore the world. Mm-hmm. Because when you experience different things, you get inspired by different things. Exactly. So right now, we're as a part of our usual ritual, we're going to light this red candle. And as this candle burns during this full moon, we want you to think about how will you free yourself unapologetically, specifically. And break those barriers and embody the archer by aiming higher and allow the fire to burn within. Mm. Okay? Okay. So what's up? Do we have an affirmation this week? You know I have an affirmation, girl. Just a side note, these affirmations have been absolutely incredible. Really? The feedback that we get... Like, we get these um, images. Sometimes you guys send us photos or message us photos of, like, the affirmations that you have written down in your home, at your, just, at your desk, at your job. And I love that your words are able to resonate with brown mm-hmm. girls everywhere. Africa. Like, so many messages from women really? in Africa. Yes. I love that. Because that's the purpose. Like, we are sharing we're not being selfish with this this magic. We're sharing it. So that makes me feel really good. Exactly. And this isn't my gift, you know? Yeah. This is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to share this light. So that's, a, that's really a feel good. So let's get into this affirmation. Okay. Okay. So I acknowledge this human experience as an opportunity to heal and to evolve. I graciously accept the experiences and the people that I have chosen to assist me on this spiritual journey. Thank you for the opportunity to learn forgiveness. Should I do that one more time? One more time. Let's do it. Okay. I acknowledge this human experience as an opportunity to heal and to evolve. I graciously accept the experiences and the people that I've chosen to assist me on this spiritual journey. Thank you for the opportunity to learn forgiveness. Ashe. Forgiveness, and Forgiveness is key, and forgiveness is what we're speaking about on episode eight. Yes. Why did we choose forgiveness? Um, I think that it's probably one of the most important lessons in the spiritual and alchemical journey and it's probably one of the hardest oh it's definitely the hardest right and i also think when we speak about forgiveness or when forgiveness is presented to us it's always in a light that we're forgiving another person right and our healing process gets overshadowed because we're focusing on the person who may have hurt us or betrayed us whatever the case may be right so As we say in damn near every episode, you cannot heal what you don't reveal. So forgiveness. Hope did that. He did that. Hope did that. Yes. Like I can, that's classic. traces back to that. Absolutely. So forgiveness is a necessary step in the healing process. It frees us, Amber. It frees us. So like we were just saying with this Sag energy about breaking free of these barriers. Right. That's what, that's what forgiveness is. Right. It, it absolutely frees you. And I want that to just resonate. Like really think about what freedom means. 
and think about the baggage that you're carrying that needs to be free. Oh my God. How is it weighing on you? How are you, how is it holding you back? And how is that energy manifesting in different areas of your life? Absolutely. It liberates us from suffering over the past and it forces us to be in the now, Amber. Truth is, if we're actually living in the now, forgiveness isn't even necessary because the past no longer matters and it's powerless. But who is is that? It's not, it's, so hard, though. Exactly. But it's so crazy when you think about it. But also, we're just as a whole society as a whole, we're so disconnected from the now. Exactly. So, you know, we're human and that would make things way too simple. Right. Yeah. So instead, we choose to victimize we hold grudges and we judge. Yeah. And all of these things, they hold us hostage. We're not free. So mom, with that being said, holding grudges and negative feelings in general towards another person is actually an act of self-harm. And like you said about victimizing, we become victims of our own suffering and not victims of the person who supposedly wronged us. Most of the harm that we do to ourselves is not because of our perception of what others have done to us, but instead or response to the supposed wrongdoings. What we resist will always persist mm. until we embrace acceptance. Say that again. What we resist will always persist until we embrace acceptance, allowance, and non-judgment. Mm. Forgiveness is an internal process that frees us, breaking free. Break those shackles. Freedom, once again. It frees us from guilt and judgment and makes space for acceptance, love, and freedom. So the interesting thing is that perception plays such a huge role in this because the things that we criticize and judge the most are in really only reflection of our internal world and the turmoil that goes on inside of us. Okay, that is insane. Let's break that down again. The things that we criticize and judge the most are only reflections of our internal world and the turmoil that goes on inside of us. Isn't that crazy when you think about it? So the people that you're upset with, the, the things that you see outside of yourself that annoy you. They annoy or, you, they aggravate you, yes, they turn you off. Yes, that you so strongly dislike most times that's absolutely a reflex a reflection of your own internal conflicts the world is just being a mirror right what we see in others is a projection of what emanates from us and the people close like you said the people closest to you and around you are mirror reflections of you that's why we say when we have our friends or our tribe we're like you are my mirror you mm -hmm. are my reflection Absolutely. That doesn't always mean it's good. coming from a, a positive point <laughs> yeah. of view, yeah. but it could be some negative things in there too. And the funny thing is it's impossible to escape yourself. Although mm. do we try? Yeah, we try. But because you will always suffer the consequences of what is occurring internally. So if you accept and forgive yourself, then you will also be able to accept and forgive others. Ooh. That's amazing. If you accept and forgive yourself, then you'll always be able to forgive others. The I biggest part of that is forgive yourself. 
That's a hard thing to do. Because with that, what do we always talk about? Accountability. Yeah. Being accountable for our actions and our wrongdoings. It's really easy to point the finger, isn't it? Always. It's really easy to find fault in others. It's really easy to victimize yourself. I'm the victim. Someone did this to me. They hurt me. They disrespected me. Mm -hmm. They caused me pain. They caused me trauma. It's very easy to do that. The difficult part is to take accountability and to look within. What part did you play? Exactly. Most of us think of forgiveness as letting bygones be bygones. You just let go of the past, release it, move on. But with this specific concept, we still hold on to the idea that something has happened to us and that someone has wronged us. So we remain the victim. The state of mind takes an extremely long time to actually let go and forgive because when you're a victim, it takes forever for you to let go that, release that and and move on. Yeah. You know, all of those things are embedded in us, those memories, those feelings. Right. Trauma in general, it sticks to us. Exactly. So I have to say, I have to preface what I'm going to talk about by saying that um, I learned about this process that I'm going to talk about called Radical Forgiveness through a book that I read. And I was given this book. I was suggested this book. Oh, God, maybe like 12 years ago. And I started reading the book, but I didn't get through it. And I was like, oh, this is this is good. This is very helpful. But interesting enough, I didn't learn the lessons. I didn't get the lessons. The book was reintroduced to me a few years ago. And I didn't even realize it was the same book. Mm-hmm. And I read it from start to cover. And at this specific time, I was ready for the message. And it completely changed my life. It completely changed my life. It changed my whole perspective. And it was so helpful to me on this spiritual journey. So I'm hoping that these lessons that we share with everyone will be helpful for them too. Right. And I love that you shared that because we often are give, given these messages and it may not resonate with us right. now, but it resonates with us when we're ready. Right. You just wasn't ready to receive I wasn't the ready. message at that yeah, moment. I wasn't ready. So let's talk about radical forgiveness. Which I love that word in general. Radical because forgiveness. I think radical forgiveness is a form of radical self-care. Absolutely. It is. So it's a way to look at forgiveness from a spiritual point of view. And it encourages a shift in your perception. So we recognize that life is divinely guided and unfolding for each of us exactly how it needs to unfold for our highest good. We surrender to the flow of life. Surrender. Surrender. Allowing and surrender. Those words go perfectly together. So we surrender to the flow of life because we understand that ultimately there's nothing to forgive. You know why there's nothing to forgive, Amber? Because we understand that nothing is random. There are no coincidences. Yes. There is a purpose and a meaning to every event and occurrence. 
we understand that every experience is unfolding to benefit our spiritual growth and our soul evolution. Am I preaching? You are preaching, and it's crazy because, like, I mean, the validity of that statement is absolutely insane. But it's also crazy because I'm looking at it from, like, the outside in. But when you're in those situations, Mm -hmm. you really don't think about it like that. No, you don't. But when you do think about it like that, it actually makes it a little bit easier to digest and process. Absolutely. So maybe that's something to, like, make a note of when we're going through these situations where we're feeling hurt to be like you know what this is i mean people always say everything happens for a reason but exactly exactly it really does (laughs) so should i repeat that sentence again yes we understand that every experience is unfolding to benefit our spiritual growth and our soul evolution am the higher aspect of ourselves knows exactly what we need for our own healing it, it knows already knows you chose it. yes we chose it we chose these lessons we chose these people we chose these experiences we chose these gifts which is dope because like when you think about it even when i pray when i used to pray i used to just pray to god or my ancestors but now i pray to my highest self yes because your highest self is connected to yes. source So we are co-creators with spirit in the circumstances of our lives, which we just said. We've created these experiences, and we get precisely what we want, no exceptions. Our resistance determines whether our experience is joyful or painful. So if you resist, then, of course, this makes things more difficult. Yeah. If you just allow... With the knowing that, okay, and this is a difficult process. It's, I mean, we're... Because this yeah. is something that is ongoing. There, there are situations that are so painful that are very difficult. I'll use myself as an example. Very difficult for me to forgive. So it's an ongoing thing where I have these conversations with myself like, okay, Nelly, you know that you signed this soul contract with this person. And yes, we need to have a whole episode. We'll have a whole episode on that. But this experience, yes, it was traumatic. Yes, it was painful, but you needed this. And they loved you enough to give you this. And this is your lesson. And be grateful. This is a gift. Just allow this process. Well, we always say God provides exactly what you need exactly exactly So you have to just apply apply that concept to literally every aspect of your life hello so lack of forgiveness or grudges are actually stuck energy and they're caused by past judgments criticism blame and resentments so the question that we ask now is how do we become unstuck how do we release that energy? How do we forgive and move forward? Right. So why don't we go over some steps that will hopefully help us move forward and help us with this radical forgiveness? Let's do it. So step one, tell the story. And what we mean by that is tell your truth exactly as you see it. Emphasis on you. Who did what to you and how did it make you feel? And remember, you must begin from where you are. We are 
spiritual beings having this human experience with human emotions and we tell ourselves that certain emotions are undesirable so when we when we begin to feel these emotions we need to place blame and victimize ourselves telling our story and honoring our truth is the first step to just releasing it and letting it go i love it and i love that you said tell your truth tell your story because it's all about perspective that's the key word right So the second step is we have to feel the feelings. (laughs) That sounds funny. Feel the feels. Feel the feelings. Okay, we have to be able to access the pain of those negative emotions in order to begin healing. Many so-called spiritual people feel like like we shouldn't have negative feelings, but duality is a necessary part of the human and spiritual experience. So... You have to go through pain in order to know what joy feels like, correct? Okay. We have to feel those. You can't just negate those feelings. No. You can't. You have to acknowledge them. You have to feel the feelings. We cannot heal what we don't feel. We cannot heal what is not revealed. Once again, Jay (laughs) is up in this building. All these bars, I swear. Accessing the pain is the beginning of the healing process. Whatever is upsetting you now represents the past and following those feelings, following that energy as they are occurring while you tell your story automatically heals the past pain. Mm. Your stories heal your past pain. Yes. Automatically. While you're feeling... While you're, while you're acknowledging those feelings, while you're access, accessing that pain as you're telling your truth, your story, you're automatically allowing yourself to heal. And we don't even see it that way. No. In fact, we don't even want to acknowledge those feels. Yeah, we don't, don't want to acknowledge it. How many the- times do you, how many times have you been like, whatever? Whatever is, is a way of saying... <laughs> I don't feel anything. I'm unbothered by you. Right. No F's right. given. It's a coping mechanism. Yes. But it's it's harmful. But you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You're not acknowledging your pain. You're not accessing your feelings. You're not accessing that pain. Yeah. You're We're not so feeling say, the feelings. I don't care. I don't give a F. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, we give all, all the, F's. the F's in the world. Exactly. So step three collapse the story talk about collapsing the story okay so this takes the power out of the victim story that you made up this stage allows us to recognize that much of our story is actually based upon our own interpretation of the event Mm. or a projection that has little to do with the event Mm. which is hilarious because that's honestly the story of my life right like I'll view things a certain way and I'll feel some type of way based on the situation and it turns out that I'm just victimizing myself yes. or I'm just being anxious or paranoid it's and that's like not perception. even the case. Remember that truth is about perception. Right. Your truth may be different. We may have we might be involved in the same experience, right? Yeah. But your truth may be different than mine because right. our perceptions are completely different. And there is no right or wrong truth. No. Because like we said, it's all perspective. Exactly. So when we begin to remove the energies from the experience and possibly 
began to see the experience with a new eye. A lesson from A Course in Miracles tells us that we are never upset for the reason that we think we are. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Isn't that true? Yes. But who takes the time to really figure out what you're upset about? Yeah. Like, let's talk about married couples or even couples, period. Yeah. You're arguing about the dumbest shit, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever sit down and be like, wait, I wasn't really mad because he left the toilet seat up no. or whatever it may be. There's something else. It's always something. Yes. And it might not have anything to do with that person sometimes. No. no. I love that point. So because we don't feel the feels when we actually exactly. feel it, it kind of carries on. To yep. It could have been something that person did six months ago. Exactly. But you said whatever. Exactly. <laughs> or 10 minutes before you got into that argument, you could have gotten gotten into it with somebody else exactly. but you didn't really feel the feels at that moment and now you're, so now you're getting the perfect opportunity to take it out but you're taking it out on the wrong person so at this stage we we begin to realize that we have made up so much of the details of the story and we're responsible for the experience of the story in essence the pain from the experience is just an illusion it's an illusion yeah i love that i do too Okay, so number four is do a radical forgiveness reframe. Reframe means to retell. So in this step, we're going to replace that illusion story, mm -hmm. that original story that we made up. <laughs> the story that we think what had happened yes, was. Yes, what we think what had happened was. We're going to reframe that with another story that's empowering. And this is called the radical forgiveness story. This one says that what happened or what appeared to have happened was in fact exactly what we wanted to experience. An absolutely perfect experience and necessary for our soul's growth and our soul's healing. The key factor at this stage is a willingness to see and experience the story differently. So you cannot be stuck in victim mode. You have to free yourself. You have to allow yourself to see the story, the original story as an illusion and reframe it and acknowledge the gift of this lesson and this experience. Yeah. Do you love that? I'm obsessed. I'm honestly just like taking it all in. Because this is something that literally you can use every single day. Yeah. It helps to release. And I can't stop saying this word because forgiveness really is freedom. Because just think about how much we walk around angry. Most of the times we're angry about things. Well, we're not living in the now. So we're angry about something that happened a half hour ago, yesterday, six months ago, or like me. I have triggers and I'll be upset about something that happened to me like 10 years ago. Yeah. So for me, I honestly, this is not me just telling you. I use this process all the time. And when I really start to get in my feelings, I will remove myself from whatever I'm doing and sit and reframe that story. Talking about this book, um, Radical, Radical Forgiveness. Forgiveness reminds me of I mean there's an element of it that reminds me of Don Miguel Ruiz's mm, The Four Agreements yes. and the most difficult agreement that I have 
is don't take take things personal. personal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the way that these two kind of directly correlate, basically in the four agreements, one of the agreements was don't take things personal. And he was basically saying that how people treat you or their responses to you isn't about you. Absolutely. In fact, it's almost narcissistic for you to think that it's about you. Yeah. How people treat you and what you go through or what people say to you or what their actions reflect is only about them and only about how they're feeling. Exactly. So I'm kind of like bridging the gap yes, between Yes, and that's two. what we want all of you guys to do because as you know, on this spiritual journey, you connect the pieces and then you find that so many things are related to the other. Everything it's like, is related. Yes. And it, you you have these aha moments and you know just like amber was thinking just now like oh my god that reminds me that's the best feeling because then that means that it's all starting to make sense to you Mm -hmm. and then you realize like okay there really is a plan there really is a divine plan and i'm starting to get this yeah okay so am back to reframing the story it probably is one of the most difficult steps But the good thing is that it doesn't require you to see why it's perfect or that you must get the lesson involved. We just have to be willing to be open to the idea that there is a gift in it somewhere and then choose peace. Because it is a choice. It is. Everything that we feel is a choice. Absolutely. And it's so freeing to just stop resisting, stop judging. Stop resisting, surrender to what wants to naturally occur. And what wants to naturally occur, it's what's best and what's for your highest good. Right. And the sooner that we surrender, the faster that we feel what we want to feel. Absolutely. When we don't surrender, we prolong the process. Yep. So last step, it's integration. So after you've allowed yourself to be willing to see the perfection in the situation, it's necessary to integrate that change at the cellular level. That means integrating it into the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies so it becomes a part of who you are. It's like saving what you've done on your computer to a hard drive. Only then will it become permanent. Some ways to integrate are through speaking affirmations, walking, doing forgiveness worksheets, ritual, and ceremony. One thing that I would recommend as a ritual would to be to write down what you're releasing. What are you, who are you forgiving? Is it yourself? Why are you forgiving yourself? Mm -hmm. Who else are you forgiving? What did they do to you? What gift did you get from this lesson? Right. 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 Because that has to be, that's one of the most important parts of the radical forgiveness. Right. Remembering that you're not the victim. Retelling your, reframing your story. Right. Writing that all down. And I mean, this is the perfect time to do it. Once you write it down, you step outside and be emerged with that full moon or new moon energy and just release it. I love that. Let it go. Watch the flames float into the air and as you see those embers going into the air, allow yourself to just be released and be free. 
It is. And it really is an amazing feeling to not hold on to things. It's exhilarating. It is. Because, like, as a Scorpio, like, that is one of our, like, weaknesses. Right. Like, holding grudges. And I was the queen. Like, I would literally, back in the day, I could cut someone off that was, like, a major part of my life and not even look back and just hold on to this. Well, they did me wrong, so F them. I could never do that. That's how much I've elevated. Like, I, I, I'm just not that person anymore. And I just feel so much better just forgiving and moving on and thanking people for the lessons and the blessings. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So here are some things to remember when you're activating radical forgiveness. So whenever we get upset with another person, they are actually resonating in us something that we have condemned in ourselves and we've denied or repressed and then we project it onto that person or thing i've done this yeah i've done this we we all do yes yes but the best part is when you recognize it yeah because when you check yourself yes it's it's a really good thing and it it might not come overnight like, I've just recently checked myself on some things that I've done years ago. Yeah. But that's my learning curve. That That's just a process. That yeah. that was my process of learning my lessons. Some of, the, some of my lessons come really quick, and some of them, it's a process for me. Yeah. But I'm a work in progress, so it's all good. So um, another thing to remember is our soul will always move us in the direction of healing and we'll keep on creating situations that offer us the opportunity to see the error in our thinking or unconscious beliefs. So your soul is guiding you. That's like such an amazing thing. Your soul is guiding you. Your higher self is guiding you. Um, You have your own spirit guide, and it just so happens to be you. Yep. (laughs) People come into our lives to act out the parts over and over until we heal. These people and situations, they're gifts. These soul contracts have been made out of love. Oh, I cannot wait until we get into that on another episode. Soul contracts, yes. yes. Okay, so the people who appear most troublesome are often our greatest teachers because they offer the opportunity to heal by either mirroring what we have rejected in ourselves and projected onto others or forcing us to look at something we've repressed keeping us on track with our mission to do certain things in our human experience to either meet a karmic debt to complete uh, a past life contract or to assist us in transforming energies within the human condition that's deep right yeah break that down a little bit okay so let's talk about it the people who appear most troublesome so the people who we have the most conflict with, the ones that cause us the most pain, the most heartache, those probably are going to be your greatest teachers because they offer the biggest opportunity to heal yourself. And they allow you this opportunity because oftentimes they mirror what we have rejected in ourselves and projected onto others Mm. so maybe these qualities like we spoke about before that you despise in this person take a look in the mirror because 
that might just be your reflection. Exactly. It most likely is your reflection. Exactly. And sometimes they force us to look at things that we've repressed. Yeah. Sometimes you've experienced something in childhood and you haven't addressed it. And a relationship will appear 20 years later that will trigger these emotions and repressed feelings that have nothing to do with this person but in actuality have to do with parts of yourself that you haven't healed yet. Right. It's kind of funny to think that the sole purpose for some of the people in our lives is to not only serve as like a lesson, but as a physical manifestation of self-reflection. Yes, I love it. And they're here, these people are also here to just keep us on track with our mission. They're part of our soul team. They're helping us to evolve. Yeah. They're helping us to ascend. We don't ever see it that way. No. We see them as like a pain in our ass. Yes. Or just a bump in a road. Right. Not knowing that, uh, no, they're supposed to be on that right. road. Because that's the human part of you, mm -hmm. right? But when you fall in line with the idea, not the idea, with the knowledge that you are actually a soul, you're a spirit, and you're just having a human experience. And this human experience, it has a job to do. And it, its job is to, to teach you these lessons, yeah. to help your soul evolve. Yeah. With that in mind, then every day becomes easier because you allow, and you allow these lessons, and you don't resist. Surrender. You surrender which is what? Freedom. 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 <laughs> what appears to be happening in this objective world is merely illusion. It's a projection of our consciousness, unconscious beliefs, ideas, attitudes, etc. To know what these are, look at what is showing up in your life and try to change or control the circumstances of our life or the illusion, as we call it, is useless unless we first change our consciousness. Mm. You cannot heal what you can't feel, and anger work is essential to forgiveness. Disease begins in the conscious mind first, and later it manifests in the body as some kind of illness. Break down that word. Dis-ease. Oh, talk that talk. Come on. We always talk about this. Disease, illnesses always are a physical manifestation of what's going on emotionally. Right. And, I mean, things that are predatory also manifest. Like right. we've talked about before, having trauma embedded right. in our DNA. Right. Those things manifest right. into generations. Right. So and it's up to you to do that healing work. Exactly. And that's what's essential. So... In a nutshell, radical forgiveness raises consciousness, and it allows our higher self to acknowledge the energy of perfect wellness. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This episode was amazing because, like, forgiveness is a major theme in my life. It's something that never gets old and will never get old no and it's something that we have to practice daily yes and just remember that forgiveness isn't for the other person babe it's for you it's for you baby it's for that freedom so, so allow yourself to be free yes 
and we'll do like we always do and close it out with a quote reflection. The practice of forgiveness is our most important contribution to the healing of the world, and that is by Mary Ann Williamson. Course of Miracles! We love her. Yes, and thank you, Brown Girls, for listening to us today, alchemizing with us. Healing, revealing, forgiving, growing, and loving. All that beauty. Yes. Till next time. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you were able to connect with us through some of the things that we've shared. The olive branch has definitely been extended and we'd love to continue the dialogue. So please engage with us and share your feedback, suggestions, likes, tell your sister, give us some positive energy. You can use the hashtag BGA podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Brown Girl Alchemy, at Amber the Alchemist, and at Nelly Mommy Alchemist. Until next time, brown girls, we see you.